Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn by Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. That includes live performances like Beyonce that uh, happened last night. She was here in the Twin Cities. She's probably already gone. Uh, but Mike, yeah. you've been waiting to get tickets and you did the right thing. You noticed that in other cities, the tickets got cheaper uh, closer to the concert because not all of them were sold. I did the right thing right up until the day before because I should have probably pulled the trigger about the day before. Instead, waited it out. And the morning of, everything actually jumped like 30%. So oh. you got a deal, economics great coupon lady, but was yeah. it a great show or what? It was incredible. Incredible. I would have paid more <gasps> after Ooh. the fact. So good. I haven't been to uh, a ton of recent concerts. I mean, we did Janet, I guess, but like the production behind this one, the stage, I think is the biggest thing. Renaissance uh, tour, of course, is the tour here. It's a world tour for Beyonce. I think she just came to North America, I think maybe two other stops before getting here to Minneapolis. So, uh, but it was remarkable. They had this big, gigantic screen. And what they were able to do with the screen is essentially at, at one point they put up like what looked like scaffolding. Now it's just, the screen, yeah. but it looked like scaffolding, and then it had different things hanging from it. There was different, almost like three D like images, and then behind it, there was a or in front of it, there was a big circle that they would roll out, and then the band would be back there. And oh, based on yeah. like these mirroring effects, it looked like that stage platform went four hundred yards back. Like oh, that's it cool. looked super deep, and what they were able to do with that and create this illusion of just this huge, unbelievable stage. But it was just that screen. So that was pretty remarkable. That's one of my big takeaways. Oh, I love so have that. you ever been to a concert at Hunter? It's Hunter Hunt- Banks. Huntington. Huntington Bank. Banks. Stadium? I had been, yes. Old TCF. Yes. I'd been there I've before. I've never been to a concert there. What's that experience like? Uh, it's fun. It's a football stadium, obviously. So you've got uh, just people everywhere kind of on top of you. We were lucky enough. We were in kind of the club level. They weren't sold like club level seats. They were sold just like extensions of the top level. But they actually had cushions on there because they what? used to be the club level. So that was kind of <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice little it. surprise there, which is nice when you show up for the concert an hour and 45 yeah, minutes Yeah, we got a text early. from Mike oh, last night. Like, apparently 9 is the 8.41, yes. It's funny. I text you at 8.41. I think she took the stage at 845, but oh. um, they were still doing the same thing. Uh, the ticket said seven, and uh, we were, you know. Just, and there's no opening act, right? No opening act, <gasps> and the show starts at seven. No. And for, but everyone, not everyone, but a huge chunk apparently knew because we were one of maybe a group of, there's probably 6,000 fans there, six or seven at that point. Okay. And I should have told seven. you, Mike, because uh, Jamie didn't, I think I got a text from him. That he wasn't leaving until I feel like after eight. Wow. Cause even like Rocco said that his people he was going there with said, Oh, definitely be there early. There's no opening act. And then you show up at seven and it's an hour and 45 minutes Ooh. later. Oh, see, did you see Lori? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I know where she was at, but no, I did not see her. Did see Grant. He was ahead of us in a section right below us. But oh, that's um, cool. You heard him talking. 
<laughs> but no, it, it it was um it was a super fun experience. Even though we sat there, I mean, it was such a beautiful night. It was so oh, awesome. Right. It was it's really an outdoor nice. stadium, of course. So that was really fun. The the backdrop, but I haven't even mentioned yet the fact that I mean, Beyonce is just incredible the voice oh my goodness the first three songs she just grabbed the microphone she didn't really move much she sat on the piano for the third song and she just sang her heart out and it was incredible uh she and the other thing too you don't i mean obviously she's beautiful we know she's beautiful and extremely talented it doesn't always translate like in on tv now we weren't close enough to really see her but on the big screen my goodness, the beauty of this love. woman. It was unreal. Was like, the crowd nuts? The crowd was nuts. Super fun. It was a fun energy. And I've I talked about this. Uh, the, the fact that it's fun that, like, my mom, her one of her favorite acts is Beyonce. And a lot of people like Beyonce. And you'd say, okay, give us five songs. And they also like, you know, Adele or like Mariah Carey. There's also a group that love Beyonce, like my wife. And you ask her her five favorite songs, and it's like Megan The Stallion and Cardi B would be like some of her other yeah. adjacent singers. Yeah, uh-huh. she can mold like herself. She can ride different, yeah. different pockets of yeah. the genre. So exactly. So you had those songs where she's just up there singing her heart out. Just I'd be more with your mom, I think. Yeah, and she had a lot of those good songs, and then all of a sudden it was like you know set change, wardrobe change, and then it's just. Stanky, as I called it, just nasty. That's Miss Carter time, and she gets out there and 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 just does her thing. So now, Mike, had you seen her before? I had never seen her before. No, John, okay. have you seen her before? I have not. I haven't either. And I did have a little bit of FOMO. Yeah, I did me go too. see Barbie, but you know, I'm also sort of concert phobic lately. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take a lot to get me out. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do feel like I missed the boat. I do too. I really I'm wish Beyonce. I would have. Uh, We're bad. Gone. We're yeah. terrible. One of the, um, we failed. One of the cool things about Beyonce, about Beyonce and really what's in her music is she's very much, you know, be yourself and be accepting of everybody, every, you know, uh, mindset, every whatever. And it was like just a celebration of that at this concert. It was super, super fun. Everybody was just, like I said, there was a, a mix. You had those people that love her for the vocals. You had a mix of those people that just love the other side of, of Beyonce. And it was, uh, it was super fun. The energy they had a pit in the middle that was called Club Renaissance. And they were just partying, keeping the energy going oh, to her cool. the entire time. It's like, 30-foot horse got inflated and brought out at one point. She rode like a Mars rover tank thing at one point. It was super cool. And then one of the biggest pops of the entire night was actually Blue Ivy showing up and her oh. 11-year-old daughter doing like a little Did she da- do a dance? Because oh. I've seen I've seen some choreography on TikTok. Speaking of swag and attitude, dang. She was out there just doing her thing oh, and it was, awesome. it was really, really cool. She was dancing and uh, yeah, Beyonce was at that point sitting on top of like that rover type thing and just holding on to a pole looking down you could just see how proud she was because every time they put blue ivy on the screen everyone lost it or cheering like and that. it was just a really cool mom and daughter moment so did the people show up to get her down from the horse because well, you remember <laughs> yes whenever we have that finale, story right? where it's like it needs to be choreographed specifically and she needs to get down at a certain time did you see any it. malfunction nope they were able to get her on and off the horse efficiently which was good of, of course, course a horse, the horse is of course um, but yeah renaissance the final um little set was when she performed summer renaissance and then she had that horse she was on the horse to start it they brought her up kind of circled her around then they dropped it back off she got off of the horse and then just hooked herself up and then she went around the stadium in the air with like this beautiful confetti flying and it was just 
It was an unbelievable spectacle. That was the one thing. I can't imagine the production cost behind that. Did you take that. any and video? I do. Any I got, uh, photos? I got some videos for sure. So Wow. So, it was cool. They just, uh, again, the way they utilized that screen back there is the one thing that blew me away. Because I also really loved, they did a lot of live band stuff. They had a mm-hmm. uh, live band. The, the the electric guitar was going for a lot of songs. Just, just really almost like a rock vibe to it more than I actually was expecting. That's the one thing I will say you because you know a lot of times you're like, well I can just go listen to that artist catalog. It's not the same no. thing, right? But like there I in fact I was thinking about this last night at the gym. They played a bunch of Beyonce for obvious reasons and I was just like, oh I want to hear live music though because you just know how the quality of it, it's so She's like you so can just good. feel it, mm-hmm. right? And so I was miss I was jonesing a little bit for that. She's one of those rare performers, I think, and I haven't seen her live, but just the how great of a singer she is, is that when she is produced, it's almost like almost too much production. Mm. And like if you were to strip well, it away, so, yeah. you know, it's almost better. Yeah. So a concert sure. would be would be better. So yeah. yeah. Some cool tribute. She did a little Tina Turner tribute. She oh. did her um uh, what song was it that uh, she has a Madonna uh, Queen Madonna version of it it's that the she did. one photo um, Jamie took. He oh, okay. sent it to me and it oh. was the Madonna tribute or yep. whatever he did for Madonna. Yep, she did that little uh, tribute. That is uh her song uh run no it was um Break My Soul. She has a Break My Soul the Queen's remix featuring Madonna oh. and she kind of did a little <gasps> tribute to yeah. that listed a bunch of just amazing women behind there and they kind of listed them all on the screen as she was going through so oh. it was super fun just uh it was an amazing experience going in again i went to it because my wife is a super fan i a lot of the music i didn't know but it was a party i mean it was just a party atmosphere from start to finish did she have any britney tributes she did not well that's okay okay good because we're gonna do a britney tribute when we come back mike thank you so much for Problem. sharing your beyonce experience dear listeners we were gonna ask you what you guys thought maybe share with us what your uh, Beyonce experience was last night. Let us know on Twitter and email. And when we come back, we are going to have a little Britney tribute right here on my talk. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, uh, everything entertainment. We've been waiting for the Barbie movie, the weekend, and also not the weekend Abel Tesfay, but this weekend, <laughs> so we can see all the movies and Britney's song with Will I Am. Oh my gosh, we're talking about Mind Your Business, which we thought was going to come out on Tuesday. It was supposed to come out on Tuesday. Nobody has uncovered the secret of what happened to that uh, release because nobody cares. Um, And everybody else is just like, it's fine. She 
drop Except the song we today. did. We were like, but we, we have care. nothing better to do but care. Anyway, she did <laughs> drop that single. We've listened to it in its entirety. If you know how to ride the, if you know how to ride the, pony? the internet. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I if do. If you know how to ride the pony. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't, I don't know. If you I mean, want to ride. Yeah. <laughs> You're ride such a bass. It's, such, it's so different from your speaking voice. I always think that's funny. Hey. Yeah, you've got such a bass. Anyway, anyway I'm all um, over the place. We are too. That's uh, fine. We are wearing pants though right now. We yes. weren't earlier. Okay, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Yeah, will I? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) We are. um, Oh, ride. Oh, uh, what was I saying about riding? You know how to ride the internet. You know how to ride the internet. You could have listened to the the whole song. You can go to my Twitter account and I posted it at 6 a.m. No, no, no. I was saying yesterday you could even figure it out. Oh. Secret internet. Anyway. I see. But to the rest of the world, it's now available. I thought, let's just have a listen. Let's maybe. Ride. I just like the word ride apparently today, Mike. Let's ride about 30 seconds. He's like, do you know how to ride? And I said, the pony. He was on the phone. Anyway, we'll tell you. Thanks for telling the audience. They needed to know what Mike was up to. God. (laughs) Well, we have so many tickets to give away today. Honestly, just to give, like, keep listening uh, because we have more and more Barbie tickets. We have uh, tickets to all kinds of things. Golden Girls Live. Dawn and I are having people over for giggles. Oh. Did you know that? They're giving tickets away for that? Oh, gosh. They're not. It's a mm. lie. Mike, play the song. Manjo B. All right, so that's Mind Your Business, Will I Am, Britney Spears. And look, it ain't the best Britney song ever, but I'll <laughs> take not. new music. It's really weird because we all sort of have talked about collectively uh, this, you know, uh, that it's not a great song. Yeah. Like, that's not a good song. Yeah. Okay. But then we're singing it. Yeah. Like, Mike was singing it coming back from the bathroom. <laughs> It just wasn't like it can't you can't get it out of your head. I was walking. It's like, like after baby I'm shark. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. It is. It's like baby shark. I as I was walking from the microwave with my lunch, I was just saying manjobe, manjobe, manjobe. And it's mind your business. But to me, it sounds like she's saying manjobe. Yes. Just like the what? What is it? Watch you. Watch you. Watchy, watchy. Looky, looky. I mean, he does a little bit of baby talk in there. Mike, can we listen? I know you're busy. So when he's not busy, we'll yeah. have him play it again because I'd love to hear. the. It's like she's saying these nonsensical words. They're acting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Actual words, but yeah. like the way she rub- runs them together, they just sound like And are gibberish. we sure, let's just talk about this right now. 
it doesn't sound as much like Britney as the Elton John yeah. mashup. Yeah, we'll get to. Yeah, we should definitely get to that if if Mike um, gets the chance. Mike, I just love it. It's like kind of gibberishy. But. We broke down the way she says "bitch," and we are not convinced yeah. that it's Britney Explain because that. we're like "bitch." It's very intentional bitch. on the ch. On the ch. It just doesn't sound bitch. like her. It sounds like an AI Britney. Yeah. I hate to be a tinfoil hat. Well, person I think right what now. that is, let's just, let's be the non like So that's tinfoil, okay. right? That it's totally fake AI, right? Mm-hmm. But then you could just make the argument that it's like intensely produced. Produced. Yeah. Or auto tuned. Or whatever. my thought when I heard it this morning, it was that this is old. This is a. Like ten years ago, Brittany, that's some extra tracks, and you know we we're not getting. And then they kind of mixed it with some AI. You know, I don't know. Um, he, the AI thing, I think that's just like a buzzword we all throw around. I don't know, like that anybody has any like evidence or proof of that. So no. like I'm less entitled, but there's something less inclined to believe that. But there it. is something very sort of different sounding. And and you raised this earlier. Um, but to circle back to it now, we sat down and listened side by side with the Elton John. Uh, what would you call that? Not a remix. Redo. Yeah. Tiny Dancer. Whatever, the Tiny Dancer. Collab that she did. Mm-hmm. That Britney on that track just sounded much cleaner and Britneyer. More, it sounded more like Britney. Than this did. Yeah. Which I'm not sure why. I mean, because our bodies, our brains, we know that it's a robot. <laughs> That's why you're just embracing the conspiracy. I really am. I mean, what else can we do? That's what we do on this show. Yeah. But there's just something that isn't right about it. And I can't really put my finger on it. Yeah. There's something not natural about the quality of it. Maybe it sounds that was... more generic than Britney's voice, which is very unique. It's like, you know, it's like. Sexy baby is what the it hold is. me, you know, hold me closer. That just sounded so Britney. Yeah, it really did. And Peak. this kind of sounds like maybe an impersonator or AI. Yeah. Do you think they did that? He had a bunch of like tracks because here's the other thing. And if you guys are just joining us and wondering what the heck are we doing, we're getting deep on Britney and we'll continue to do so. But I wonder if he just had access to a bunch of stuff and was like, can I use this? And she's yeah, like, sure. Let's make a new song out yeah. of the old stuff I recorded. Yeah. And I'm not going to give details, but maybe I'll do that. Yeah. You know, who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. All right, Dawn, we have to move on from uh, minding our business to mm-hmm. putting things in our mouth. It's food porn Friday. When we return, find out what we're eating when we come back. Right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. Life really is better on the water, and I'm telling you, your boat club is the smartest way to boat. How can I say this? Well, JV and I signed up for trial memberships this summer, and we are headed back out to the, on the water on Sunday. We're going to head back down to Waconia. You know, we really didn't realize how fun that lake was. It's it's a little quieter. But it's big, it's beautiful, it's relaxing, and your boat club makes it so easy. We literally roll up, we park, walk down the dock. The team from your boat club is there to welcome us. They'll even pull the boat out for us if we want, and they'll help us park it on the way in if it's too windy. I'm telling you, we love everything about your boat club. You will, too. Life really is better on the water with your boat club. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
and Don on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm about to say. Why are you here? Um, it's time for food porn. Don't That's sneeze. what it is. Don't sneeze. Or sneeze right now, but not. Food porn. Bless you. Thanks for not okay. doing that on the show. <laughs> yes. It is time for food porn. And today I brought something in. Uh, from the big candy store in Jordan, Minnesota. Yeah! On my little vacation we had, I had uh, I got a chance to stop by for the first oh. time and see all of the delights, and I went straight to the Japanese section, and I found Chinese. oh, it's Chinese. Yeah, yes. I was like excited to read it, and then I went oh nope, yeah, can't you read can't. Chinese. Okay, um, because the kanji is different. Well, slightly. yeah, a lot of the kanji is the same, but it's I mean that's difficult. The words are different. Yes. <laughs> Very different. Okay, so what I brought was I thought were I wanted to pick not the good Oreos, but something that looked weird. <laughs> not the good Oreos. First, Sell it. So these are Oreos. They're thin Oreos, and I thought they were guava, but you're like, no, that's a fig, girl. Yeah, that's a fig, girl. Yeah, it's just a the picture on it looked like a some type of. It a, looks like this particular iteration has three options: either vanilla. Um, not this package, I'm saying, but this... Uh, I could have chosen two better flavors. Vanilla or strawberry or fig. Yeah. I've, I, that is a weird fruit to choose to fill an Oreo with. I love dried figs. I can go to Mississippi Market or whatever it's called, and he has some, yes. Okay. Um, and I can get some dried figs and just... I kind of have to be alone, but just eat the whole bag. <laughs> Why do you have to be alone? Because it doesn't, it, they're so good and I can't stop eating them, but it you, doesn't, you don't need to be around people. You want a pro tip for figs? <laughs> yes. Uh, put them in your oatmeal. Real oh. good. Like stew them with the oatmeal. Don't just like throw them in at the end. Right. Like stew them as you're cooking your oatmeal. Put the dry figs in and by the time it's done, <gasps> it will just, they'll be so like melty and oh my gosh. creamy in your mouth. Wow. But I don't know that they're going to taste like that in your um, Oreos. All right. Should we try some Oreos? These are thin. I've never had the thin Oreos before. You haven't? No. Oh. They're so teeny. They are. Okay, like so take babies. a bite. We'll do this in rounds here so that not everybody is eating at the same time. Mike's already eating. Mike just put one in like a communion wafer, just the whole thing. <laughs> he looks like he's, he doesn't have a super excited face right now. <laughs> Maybe because uh, it's hard to taste when he, it's Now tiny. he's just licking the... The I'm trying to get center. the center. I'm trying to get the flavor. I smelled it. I I was able to pull it apart barely to smell the creamy center. It looks like there should be more filling. Like I know it's a thin Oreo, but they are really skimping on that fig it's filling. It's green. It That's, is. It's green, and it kind of looks like it should be watermelon. By the, it's green on the package with little red specks. I'm not really getting a smell though, Dawn. Okay, let me smell it. Can I try it? It just don't expect to get a flavor either. Oh. There is no flavor. I only taste the weird chocolate that is on the outside of an Oreo. That's and can all I, I just taste. say, it's not I don't even job. know that I'm getting Oreo. Okay. Um, I'm just tasting the bit. center right now. Kind just of dusty. filling. Is it dusty? Without, just to try to get... Mm-hmm. Kind of dusty. It is dusty. It kind of tastes like it's been made with um, like too much almond flour or... You know what I mean? It has that sort of... Overly, the, the the filling has like a flower taste to it. Mm, okay. So. I'm now taking the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not getting a flavor at all. Me neither. What? 
What the heck do they go to the trouble of squeezing all those figs for? You know what I'm saying? I know these poor figs lost their lives for this. So basically, all it is is the worst part of an Oreo. Mm. It Great. is because you don't get the cream. Oh my gosh, I love Oreo cookie. Like Ugh. the outside of the Oreo. Mm. I don't hate them, but I I certainly am more enticed by the creamy center of anything. Excuse me? It's true. Okay. You heard me. Mm-hmm. So you're a double stuffed Oh yeah, I'm a well. There's the wasn't it called most stuff? Mega stuff. Mega stuff. Mega. What's that? It's the double and the. It's like double the double or something. Double the double. It's real good. It's just frosting then. I mean, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I used to go to the store and buy, you know, like at Kowalski's, they'll have little tubs of like homemade frosting, and then I get a bunch of. Chocolate chip cookies, and then I would just drag chocolate chip cookies through a pot of frosting. Okay, I didn't know they had mm-hmm. Kowalski's frosting like in the bakery. The Kowalski's bakery is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's like a patisserie. It's just completely beautiful little yep. like French pastries and cookies and whatever. Have you ever you had want. their pistachio muffins? No. Oh. Glazed pistachio muffin, if oh they gosh. still make them. Mm. That's a game changer. Okay. Okay, so I don't hate these, but I have no idea what they are. Yeah, it's like there's this. And it's kind of dusty. Like, what's the point? Although, like, could these could be a little old. They went to a lot of trouble. They could be old. Because, um, you know, that candy store, how are they supposed to make sure everything on the shelf is fresh? It would be impossible. And no one wants to buy these, except for us. Well, yeah, nobody's like... Oh my God! Look, fig Oreos. They're like we have to get another shipment of fig Oreos. And that's only if you can identify the fruit from a picture. Mm-hmm. I am trying to look to see if there's a date on here. You see on the back of the package, there's twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three, two fifteen. No, oh, are you serious? Great, Dawn. Thanks. Oh my God! You killed us. Okay, so usually they're dated way in advance. Like cookies are like a year in advance because they have so much, so many preservatives in them. You know, you can keep cookies for a while, but yeah, no, these are these fine are expired. These are expired. Um, I got a fruit something in the back did? of my throat. Oh, was, I'm on my third one though. Okay, it really has no taste at all. I got to a me. weird. Maybe I need to tap. Fruit. Have another one. Here, just pile those last two in your mouth, oh, wow. back to back. Okay, and see what you think, because I got a a hint of fruit in the back of my throat. Okay, Dawn is now putting them up to her nipples. Like, <laughs> girl, like some use out of them, like pasties, maybe. Just take them apart, and you know, if you're, yeah. if you're a performer and you need some pasties, edible pasties. Here, I'd be for it. That'd be half the mm-hmm. fun. Mm. Okay. Mike's still. I've confused. just like gotten to the point where I'm just scraping the cream off of the inside, but are you and anything? I'm not getting any flavors okay. at all. I did. I don't, I don't know, know where I got a vague hint of fruit. Mm-hmm. By the way, Thin's original. There's double stuff, mega stuff, and then there's most stuff. Yeah, I, the That's, most stuff. I think we've tried on the show before a hundred years ago. Most stuff. It looks like a double mega stuffed. Yeah, double mega stuffed. <laughs> this is, is like an ultra thin. Like it's even smaller than a thin. You're right about that. This is thinner than a normal thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will recommend. I always say this, but if you've never heard me say it, the I almost don't want to. The gluten-free Oreos are so much better than regular why? Oreos because they're way crispier. There's something about them. Oh, that, like, well, that makes they, sense. It's like they never go stale. You know why that is? No, tell me. 
I would imagine that has. Are they made with rice flour? Um, I don't know. It's it's probably rice, a combination. Fl- rice flour, uh, or if it's like a potato starch, those can make things really crispy. Right, right, right. Like so, I wonder if it's just the if if that actually really helps with the crispiness. I'm sure it does because it just feels like like you know a regular pack of Oreos, but you guys don't really eat Oreos that much, but. You can't really, you have to put them like in a Ziploc or they'll go stale. You can't just open it up and, you know, yeah. kind of put that. They'll get kind of wet. Yeah. It just gets, they get stale, yeah. easy, but not gluten-free ones. They're they're pretty good for the long haul. Well, that's so, good to know. Dawn, thank many, you. How many, um, what do we call these? We we rate these by uh, porn, porn stars. stars. How many porn stars would you give? Food porn stars for the uh, super thin... Fig Oreos. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I might have to give it a one. <laughs> honestly, if I'm thinking about Oreos, honestly, yeah, this Oreo would be on the score. low end of any Oreo that I've ever eaten. Yeah. I mean, because you can't, it doesn't do anything. There's no taste to it. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead just because I like Oreos and on an Oreo scale, give it a two. Okay. And there are so many different variations of Oreos at this point, and this is by far the worst I've ever had. The worst. Which is saying something. It's not that it's bad because you don't like the taste. It's bad because it doesn't deliver any taste. And being the worst of an Oreo is still an Oreo, so I'm not saying it's the worst thing ever. I'll give it a one and a half. Okay. Okay. 1.5 on the Oreo scale. Yeah. Well... All right. Well, hey, thank you, Don. I love going on international adventures with food. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was another fabulous international adventure. When we come back, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn continues with Ariana Grande and her new man. There's a little something hinky with their timeline, Dawn. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell us what that's all about upon our return right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I was just over at Dakota Dental getting one uh, one of my last checkups before my dental implant process is complete. It's got a lot of steps, but it's been a very interesting journey. So if you've had any questions about dental implants, like what does that actually mean? What does it entail? Is it painful? Oh, what do I have to think about? Well, do what I did. Call my friends at Dakota Dental. Turns out they're actually one of the premium dental implant specialists in the whole state of Minnesota. They do it better than most. It's been my experience, certainly, and I can tell you whether it's a regular checkup, uh, you know, a more involved procedure, you are going to be very pleased with the level of care and attention to detail and the work that they do at Dakota Dental. Not all dentists are created the same. And the team at Dakota Dental have been doing this for decades, right down in Apple Valley. Give them a call today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. You know, they had, I think, sort of a brief relationship before they actually got married. Dalton Gomez, um, they split up, what, Which like Monday? Which seemed like they kind of got really hot and heavy, super duper fast following right. her breakup from Pete Davidson, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we're like, who is this guy? She's engaged. Like, we were like, we didn't even know she was dating anyone. She obviously loves to be in love. She, It's kind of like mini J-Lo, right? Yeah. Who kind of jumps in uh, and... Um, but... You know, here we're going off of two relationships, but yeah, actually, yeah, it's it, she has a history of falling in love quickly. So um, that relationship didn't work out. There were rumors that that relationship wasn't doing well. Um, gosh, before she even left to the UK to go film Wicked, 
there were blind items out there that things were on the rocks with them last year. Yeah, people who've been paying attention to this space will remember those conversations. So this would not probably have been a huge shock that I think other people may have had online. And then, Mike, we had tons of blind items where um, it was, well, you know, we'll remember. The blind items were that... um, he was with other people while she was over there yeah. and like he's going out to dinner. I mean, even just as recently as last week, you know, he's seen out with one of his um, co-workers or something like that. And they cozy. allegedly supposedly went their separate ways. What January, January. it's saying here. So um, they apparently have been separated since January and we just didn't it's know weird that. that we're just learning about that now. It is weird. I mean, we've had blind think items. People but would be dropping hints. Yeah. Bigger hints than just like people speculating things. Yeah. Uh, and then there were rumors that he went, um, you know, he tried to fly over there to patch things up for a mm-hmm. while and it just didn't work out. So maybe now that we're seeing that she definitely has 100 percent moved on with someone else being her co-star, Ethan Slater. Well, yeah, this is the sort of story that's slowly unfolding that everybody's like, wait a minute. So tell us what we know so far about these two. Well, um, we just heard um, that her and Dalton were breaking up. And then just um, since yesterday, this person that we don't really know, uh, he's not like a, I would say like a na- an actor that everybody knows, a household name. Um, but Ethan Slater, he first started dating his uh, wife that he was just separated from. Um Like way back in 2012, they tied the knot in 2018 and they were high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. And then last August, they had a son together and he was over the moon. He said, my best friend, four years married, 10 years together. And this is easily the best and most bizarre year yet. Okay, so that's a little strange. That's how he mysteriously captioned um, the announcement of their baby. And um, two months after that, uh, Ariana Grande commented on some pictures like she likes some pictures of theirs. Um, Baby Ezra in a onesie um, that read Wicked Cute. And uh, he wrote in the caption, super vague post, but we have a baby now. Uh, And then people are commenting that like she Ariana Grande was liking these posts back then well they were friends i mean they were co-workers mm-hmm. yeah well, i don't know when they started working well together. that's oh you know i'm not sure when they started filming that movie i think it was like the beginning of last fall okay. or something like that yeah so, so i mean that doesn't none of that surprises I mean, it takes me. so long to like i'm sure they were auditioning with each other before what that character does he play again i, I forget ooh, good good it's question like here is that his name maybe let's see um we have because i remember reading that story earlier this week but i did not remember the character yeah. off the top of my head but i think it's totally plausible that like you know I mean, it was an onset romance i mean yeah. it would not be the first time yes that's correct b-o-q Bach. june of last year by the way is when they started production okay Oh. So they've known each other for a while. They've known each other for a while. Um, they started working together. And, um, yeah, so it's just a little... Fans are not... Fans are like, this timeline seems a little weird, you know? Because we all have nothing better to do. Right. Just because... 
I mean, it is pretty close. Also, they, can we just admit that like sometimes relationship timelines are sketchy? They are. And is that a bad thing? I mean, it just depends on whether or not there's an agreement between the couple that we don't know about. Like, yeah, yeah we're having this baby, but we're not together anymore. I mean, that can absolutely happen yeah. during the length of a pregnancy. It would be really sad if it was totally out of left field. Like It was because of her. That's yeah. what people are implying. Um, one person on Twitter says, what do you mean Ethan Slater has has uh, had been married to his high school sweetheart since 2018 and had a baby with her less than a year ago before divorcing earlier this month. So they're just implying that it must be Ariana Grande? Yeah. People are thinking that the relationship between the two broke them up. Um, And, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I don't, like, well, I just don't buy this whole theory of, like, you know, home wrecker. I think usually... Yeah, you no no no. That Two home people, was probably the foundations of that home were probably not very solid to begin with. Exactly. Maybe it was just a tent. Who knows? Um, <laughs> this woman Desiree on tent Twitter wrecker. says this I, woman Desiree. This woman, just wait. Oh, Desiree I can't handle Desiree. Feelings. Desiree says I'd vomit nonstop if I were the wife. <laughs> What? This is Ariana Grande's new man, Ethan Slater. He just had his kid last year with his wife. He'd been together for 10 years. Ariana Grande even liked these photos. TMZ explain. Demanding that TMZ explain what's what? going on. What does TMZ have to explain anything for? Well, they're Neither the do these people involved. Entertainment. I mean, I guess she read the story on TMZ. Mm. And then Dumois, which is another blind item source that we use, they uh, sent in a few months ago hinting that Ethan um, was writing solo and rumors were swirling of him. Writing or writing? Writing. You know, writing. What we talked about earlier, writing solo. Writing the internet solo. (laughs) It's the word of the day today. It is. (laughs) He was writing solo. Rumors were swirling of him and a married co-star. So Dumois Mm. was uh, talking about that, it looks like, a few months ago. Yeah. All right. Well, they don't, I mean, here's the thing. They don't always say any explanations, but it certainly wouldn't be the first time. That, um, that, uh, Somebody in a a movie actor fell in love with a bigger star and left their wife. That's why I'm saying it would be so hard. I just think that life would be so hard. I don't know if I could do it. At that level, I'm saying, you know, at the level that you're on a major, major motion picture. And I just imagine that you get thrown together in such an intimate way with people. And if your relationship's not solid. It's not yeah. going to take much. I mean, you're, you have to look into each other's eyes for hours on end. Hold each other. Hold each other, kiss each other. Wear weird garments to cover up your bits and pieces. Sure. You have to have an intimacy coach and yeah. things get weird. I mean, most of the time it's uncomfortable. keep things from getting weird? Um, I think having a third person there yeah. helps. Like, definitely. Hey, hi. I mean, I, I'm Unless. glad they have those now. Unless. Listen to you. So... I don't know. I'm for me personally, if we're going to go into BDEPR right now, this is not the way we would handle things. If Ariana was our client, there is no way in hell I would let her reveal this relationship. I don't want picture. I don't want this relationship out until the movie comes out. This is what. So here's the problem with this from a PR perspective. Yeah. This is a wasted opportunity. Mm. This is wasted PR. We should be revealing this relationship 
as the film or prior to the film coming out, meaning like on the heels of this film, is when we should learn about the romance because it'll gin up interest and attention for the thing that we need eyeballs on, which is the title of this movie and people buying tickets. We don't need that right now because I don't know if you know this, John, mm-hmm. the world is on strike when it comes to Hollywood. Right. So and this is maybe, a wasted story. I think that because of all the attention on the strike, they took the opportunity to release some information and leak information about their star that isn't so nice so that you go, oh, yeah, I heard that. And then you're moving back to like what's happening with the, the mm. fresh strike. Yeah. I just think if you're going to have a publication ship or you're going to use a relationship for publicity, Use it when it matters. And right now it like literally does not matter. But I don't think this is being used for publicity. This is no, a no, real no. love relationship. I know, but it should be is what I'm saying. You're like, even if it's nasty and gross. No, 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 no. Girl, I don't care what's real. That's up to them. I'm saying let's use your relationship for publicity. Whether it be good or bad. Yeah, because truly eyeballs is eyeballs and and i don't think there's i mean maybe they did cheat and all that kind of stuff and i guess you could make an argument that they want to get that story out now because it's going to get worse Mm, i don't know i'm just saying squandered opportunity they should have i just think all around that they should have waited just until the 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 divorce was a little bit not as hot okay well he's exhausted it's a lot girl we've been through a lot today but there's so much more. So join us on the 